in a talk, there's generally three big areas. There's the intro, there's the body, and then there's the conclusion. A lot of people skip over the value of this because we have to remember either people have a great first impression on you, right? Which is usually in the first five seconds up to a minute of when you're on there and you're on stage. How are you building that rapport? How are you answering their questions of what's in it for me? Should I listen? Should I tune out? But people will always remember how they feel at the very end with you, right? So my key here for you today as you listen in is I'm gonna give you the five key tips to having a masterful conclusion. In a world where there's so much noise and information, one podcast is on a mission to cut the fluff and get strategic. A place where you receive the latest tips to expanding your leadership, optimizing your business, and ways to become a truly peak performance human. Now, get ready as your host, Jake Havron, is here to help you live the strategic life. Hey, welcome back to the Strategic Life Podcast. It's your host, Jake Haveron today. And today I have a solo episode here. Think of this one as more of like a little mini masterclass, right? I just wanna give you value, give you wisdom. It's not gonna be too long on here. So I'm really excited to be able to have this today because you know, what sparked this idea on why I wanted to share this is I was recording new content for It Factor Mentorship. This is a program that uh, Emily and I are doing together and we'll talk about that more later. And I, I love teaching on one of our three pillars, which is speaking. And speaking is so powerful. And before you think, oh, Jake, I, there's no way I'm going to be speaking or I'm a speaker or I'm not like on stages like you or anything like that. Don't discredit yourself because to be honest, even if you are speaking in the corporate world, like to a, uh, an employee, to a coworker, to your boss, to uh, if you're speaking to a group of people about an idea or a product or a service, this training today will be so valuable because it's, it's five key tips that most people don't do in their speaking. And I'll give you exactly where we're gonna be talking about on this today. So don't tune out, this will be so powerful to have because whether you're currently doing this or it's something you eventually wanna do, which is getting to more professional speaking, um, you're gonna really stand out from the pack on this. And so when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about just how many times I've seen speakers do this wrong. And let me ask you actually, imagine back when you heard maybe the last keynote speaker or a keynote speaker in your past and you hear them talking, they're giving all this good value and you're kind of listening, but maybe you're not so much, but you're, you're, you're there, you're aware. And they just keep talking, they keep talking, they keep talking. And then out of nowhere, they say, all right, well, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. And um, yeah, I'll be out on the side if you want to connect. And everyone starts applauding and, and then you're like, well, I should applaud. Have you ever had that before? It's kind of awkward, right? You're probably like, well, Jake, what the heck are you even like? What, what's the point here? What the point is, is that this person didn't know how to properly set up a conclusion to their talk. Because in a talk, there's generally three big areas. There's the intro, there's the body, and then there's the conclusion. 
And there's, that's a whole different type of training for the intro and body. That's actually what we train tactically in the uh, in factor mentorship. But today I want to talk about the conclusion because a lot of people skip over the value of this because we have to remember either people have a great first impression on you, right? Which is usually in the first five seconds up to a minute of when you're on there and you're on stage. How are you building that rapport? How are you answering their questions of what's in it for me? Should I listen? Should I tune out? Should I check my phone? Should I be locked in? But people will always remember how they feel at the very end with you. The last few minutes refreshing you on the content you taught, leaving them with an empowering message. Uh, yes, the content in the middle matters, but the ending is where they have that, that last little like tie, that little last little bow tie on the gift saying, either this was an incredible gift, thank you for giving me this, or oh, wait, what am I receiving again? This was all so much, right? So my key here for you today as you listen in is I'm gonna give you the five key tips to having a masterful conclusion. Now, are these the only five tips? No, these are just, I was thinking, is there gonna be three key tips? Is there gonna be four? And I was like, you know what? There's subtle little nuances I didn't wanna glance over or glaze over here. And I was like, I'm gonna put this in here. So we have five key tips here. So if you're taking notes, good job. If you're driving, don't take notes and drive. That might be a little tough. Maybe you come back to this later, but make sure you take notes on this somehow or some way because this will be really profound. So without further ado, let's dive into it. Key tip number one is the transition phrase from when you're finishing your last topic to now getting into your conclusion, right? You gotta imagine this. You gotta imagine your talk, your conversation is like, um, let's say it's like a flight, right? You're on a plane and some of you be like, oh my gosh, I'm like, <laughs> I don't like planes, right? Oh, I'm pretty sure, just, just imagine this, okay? Your intros, your takeoff, your, your body of the, the talk is the experience in between, the content, the value and all that. And then the conclusion is when you start to land the plane. Now, a lot of speakers that don't do this effectively, they go from a 10,000 foot altitude to literally 10 feet in a couple seconds. And it's very abrupt. It causes a lot of turbulence and it wasn't able to be uh, anticipated so the people that are riding in the plane don't like it, right? It feels off. Well, it's the same thing with a conclusion. conclusion. So the first tip here is to have a transitionary phrase that starts to prep people that you're about to land. Just like how the captain comes up and says, all right, we are, um, you know, uh, descending here to our destination. So get your last little bit of uh, drink in or, you know, go use the bathroom before we put the, the seatbelt signs on, right? This is their transitionary sentence and it's for you as well. So the transitionary sentence is as simple as, as we bring all of this together, or as we come to a close, or as we bring all this to a close, whatever you want to say, this is a general phrase, but practice, practice, practice it because it should be second nature as you go from a topic, the last topic, to your conclusion. You're sharing about your last topic and you're giving some examples. And if there's another method we teach, which is called the three T's, you're doing, you know, tell, teach, tool. You're finishing up with the tool part of it, giving them things to be equipped with. And they're all excited and whatnot. You say, awesome. Well, hey, as we bring this to a close, I know this has been so, you know, so amazing with the content you guys have been interacting with. It's incredible to see what you guys are doing. 
whatever you want to say after that. But the key phrase is, as we bring this to a close, you're reminding the people and prepping them for your incredible land of this trip. So that's key point number one. Subtle, but huge difference what happens, all right? Key point number two, key tip number two is to refresh people on the content. So if I was for me, like I was speaking on one of my keynote talks, which is the blueprint of human influence, I have four uh, pillars to influence and I go through them all in depth. That's the body of it, right? You might be someone that is, uh, you're doing a, a health and wellness presentation and your three topics, whether they're very cut to the point or they're kind of just all over the place, it could be like a story here, uh, you know, nutrition here and then science, right? Those are like the three things you talked about. So what you want to do for the second key point is you want to refresh people. So I'll say, you know, as we come to a close here and I appreciate you all for, for playing full out. This was, uh, I could see the, the transformations happening within you. So I remind you, you know, pillar number one for the blueprint of human influence is, is this, right? And I say it out and, and you should know this about that. And then, you know, pillar number two is, is this. And remember how we talked about you should do this, not that, right? You're refreshing them so that it is on top of mind again. So then it actually sticks, right? Be the one that shows that you are so competent with your knowledge. Even if you were in that health and wellness um, pitch, you were saying, you know, and as we come to a close here, just remember like the, the science as we talked about is what matters. Knowing the difference between grass fed versus not grass fed. You know, remember that story about John, how John, you know, thought he was so burnt out and, and he didn't have time to do anything, but he did this and this. And now here he is like, you know, some of you, I feel like you could be like that as well. You're refreshing the people. And that's why key point number two is having that be refresh people on the content. Now, key point number three is another transitionary phrase. This is like the last little embrace before impact. It's really getting people prepped. You first let them know that there's ascension, uh, a descending happening and to, you know, get ready for that. Then you refresh people on the content. So now they're, they're back to top of mind. And now this transitionary sentence is, it's funny. I use this sentence in so many different ways. I actually use the sentence a lot when someone keeps like, let's say I'm on a prospect call or someone's on, like business opportunity and they keep talking, 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 talking. I'm like, oh my gosh, time's getting close. We got to really wrap this up. I use the sentence because it helps, uh, it helps frame them to know that we're about to end this call. I say this. I'll leave you with this. I'll say it again. I'll leave you with this. So as you share the content and refresh them with it and say, remember, key point number one was this, key point number two is this, three, four, awesome. Now I'll, I'll leave you with this. And that's all you have to say. Because now they know that this is the last thing you're gonna say so then they can expect for it to be done. Now, that, that does that sound kind of weird, like they're gonna to expect to be done? No, what that means is that they can be fully attentive. The audience or the people listening can, you know, maybe not be tuning out anymore and get this last little message. And the most important thing is that when you do this, it's gonna get everyone on the same page. So when you're done, everyone's gonna like give you a nice round of applause or a standing ovation where before, like how you said, there was that one person that went from 10,000 elevation to, to 10 super quick you were like stunned. You didn't know, are we done? Do I applause? Like it's, it's kind of awkward. It doesn't leave a good 
impression on you. So having this phrase, I'll leave you with this, will be a game changer. Just as much if I was in that call that I knew we had to wrap up, where I'll say, you know what, John, hey, that's great you said this. And, and I'll leave you with this because we are getting at the end of time here. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't have to say anything more, but they already know it. I'll say, I'll leave you with this. And then I go on. And then that's way, that way we could land that plane as well. So that's a little pro tip on you. All right, key tip number four is you say the words, I'll leave you with this, and then you always find a way, especially on a signature talk, especially in a presentation, something that you are really wanting to leave an unforgettable impression. You always leave with an emotional story. And this emotional story is meant to encapsulate and put that bow tie on that gift of the message you're trying to portray. So for my signature talk, which is the blueprint to human influence, it's all about the power of influence, right? I believe influence is your most powerful skill. And so you would leave with a message and a story that actually puts that message in it. So then people will have more of an unforgettable impression with you, right? People remember stories longer than the message. So if you're only teaching messages without the story, it will only go so far. But if you're teaching stories that have the message within it, it actually goes further because the story is the vehicle, the message is the passenger. That's why even for 2000 plus years, you know, whether you believe it or not, it's, 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 it's irrelevant in that sense. The Bible has stories that still are taught today because the messages within it are carried through those stories. Right? This is how before there was really even much um, competency between humans, uh, there was always stories that told messages and it carried through generation, through generation, through generation. And Jesus, you know, having these complex and very just high frequency uh, messages that was hard to translate to the current society at the time, who 90%, statistics show around 90% were incompetent meaning they didn't know how to write or really um, they could speak their language, but they had not much literature skills to them. Jesus had to take these complex meanings and messages and moral truths and teach them through simple to understand stories, which are called parables. Parables are stories that teach moral truths or moral messages. And that's why it's still relevant to this day, right? You know, the story of the gardener right? Pruning the branches that uh, are not serving the overall vine and throwing it into the fire or, you know, not helping people fish, but teaching them how to fish, right? Becoming a fisher of men, right? If you told someone that, that people, someone back then and say, I'm going to have you uh, go and recruit our people and bring them to Christianity or bring them to my truth, right? Christianity wasn't really even a thing. It was Jesus. Christianity came from the resurrection of Jesus. But they wouldn't understand that. They'd be like, what? This makes no sense. This seems like it's not for me. But when he says, I'll teach you how to be fisher of men, especially when he told that to Peter, who was a fisherman, it made sense to him because it was a story, a message, a vehicle that portrayed this. So, so why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because when you leave an emotional story, as you wrap up with your conversation, as you wrap up with your, uh, with your uh, keynote or your signature talk or your presentation, you're gonna create a more unforgettable impression in there. So my call to action for you is to think about a story. You have to be intentional with it. Don't just try to pull it off the top of your head. 
you have to be intentional be like, what is the story I'm going to put? What is it the story about, um, you know, when I left nursing and how that changed my life? Is it the story about uh, Tony Robbins and how I told him I was going to speak on stage all over the world? Is it the story about um, a past client that I was working with? And it's, you know, they had a very uh, transformational experience with our coaching program. Like, what is it? And then write it down and think about it right? Be intentional. So then that way it really hits home and that message is so clear to them. It's making sense so far. I hope it is, right? And lastly, key tip number five, we're about to get that here in a second, but I do want to share this. If you're someone that's listening right now and you know that whether you're in a product business, service business, uh, you run a brick and mortar, you're you're a realtor, you're a network marketer, and you feel like you can take the next level or there's something that's been calling you that you need the direct mentorship, you need the guidance, you need the strategies, not so much the motivation, right? The motivation will always be there, but the strategies on building a personal brand that helps to sell itself, right? Building this brand that's actually an asset. This is where no matter what business or where you go, people will follow you or you need to really get good at sales. Like you're doing okay in sales, but you need to learn how to start selling high ticket if you're a coach or mastering the high ticket, or you need to know how to be more ethically congruent in your sales you're doing right now so you can actually close more deals but have better um, better experiences with people where they have more satisfaction, right? You don't wanna deal with these, these people saying, oh, I don't know, this is weird, and now they don't wanna do it, and now you feel bad. You wanna know how to do sales right. Or you are in the position like you are that what we're teaching right now, which is you want to become a speaker. You want to get paid to speak. You want to maybe get on more stages so you could share about your message, your mission, your opportunity. You could get more clientele through that because they are listening to you and you are the authority in the front, but you make sure every single person knows that they are just as valuable in the audience. And that's what makes you an incredible speaker. Maybe that's you. Well, if that's you, I just want to share that All this content that I'm bringing to you here today is about a small percentile of the tactical training we do in the It Factor Mentorship. This is something that Emily uh, Ford and I, if you don't know Emily, she's my beloved and she is just a force of her own. If you don't know who she is yet, go search her up. You'll, You'll see. But we've done this It Factor Mentorship program to help people like you fast track their success in branding, speaking, and selling. And built on a foundation of faith, right? We don't, we don't just teach training on these business areas, but we also train on depth in your spiritual walk, right? We are very open about that. We have people of all different beliefs and backgrounds in our, in our uh, program, but we are very open with how we really believe our success came was from the Holy Spirit in that sense. So we are open about that, but even if that is something that is not for you right now, the branding, speaking, selling could be massive in the way that we have the video step-by-step programs for you. We have weekly calls that you'll be in with us that we train and also do live Q and A's. You have direct consulting capabilities where if you have a specific question, this isn't a membership group where you are just uh, another number. You can ask direct consulting questions and we're gonna answer that. If you want all of this or wanna learn more about it, just click the link below. It's itfactormentorship.com. And you could check out more details on that and get on a call with either Emily and, uh, or I or both of us and we could answer questions and see if this would be a good fit for you. So I just wanted to plug that in here because it would be a disservice because this is literally the things I'm teaching to you here in this podcast. So let's get back to the last and final tip, which is tip number five is most times when you're speaking on stages, 
right? This could even be virtual too. But I've seen people that when they speak and it was an incredible talk, and the moment they say they're done, thank you so much, they literally run off. Like not run, but they scurry off. And people are applauding. And I remember I was one of those people applauding. I'm like, wait, why are they going? They just literally gave us a 60 minute talk. This was incredible. Or they just give us a training and now they're kind of like just done uh, with us. Like it feels weird. So what my key tip is, and this is the last little subtle one that can really just put that final, that final impression on the people is stand there and embrace the applause. So if you're on stage, you're in front of the room for a presentation, uh, if you're even on virtual, if you're there and once you say thank you so much, right, and they're all applauding you, just stand there and embrace it. Stand tall. Don't look like you're getting nervous. I know some of you, uh, I've had some people where they're like, I, I feel a little like weird to get all this applause, so that's why I just leave. I'm like, no, like that's maybe a, uh, an insecurity thing, which is okay to have, but we got to fix that because it shows that there are some insecurities. And if you're gonna be on stage teaching your message or really moving people, put off that confidence that, yes, I, I do appreciate you, I do acknowledge you, right? Because you don't want the audience to be applauding and their applause go feel like it's going nowhere because you're gone already. That actually puts some awkwardness on the audience, which is what you don't wanna do. So stand there, embrace it, and not only does it give that off to the audience, so it's that last little impression, but it also builds that confidence muscle within you, right? Standing there, even if you feel un uh, uncomfortable, which I've heard this before from people, stand there, stand tall, embrace it, have a smirk on your face and just say, you know, thank you. Like, thank you. Like just, you know, whatever you want to do, just give it a couple seconds and that's just going to wrap it up here. So as we wrap up overall, and really come to close on this podcast. There's five key tips. Remember these things. Number one is the transition to go from your topic to your conclusion, where you could say, as we bring this to a close, as we come towards the end, whatever sentence it is, just make sure you are embracing people for the landing. Number two is you're gonna refresh people on the content, kind of just like what I'm doing here. <laughs> There's a reason why it works, right? Number three is you have the next transition, which is, the last transition before you're done. And this is that last little reminder, which is, I'll leave you with this. I'll leave you with this. Number four is to have that emotional story that you leave them with. Let it really sink in deep. Let that message you've been constantly chipping away at through your talk, let this be that last little bit that has that breakthrough where people just really feel that message. And tip number five for having a masterful conclusion in your talk is to embrace the applause and stand there with confidence because if you were on that stage and you just crushed it and people are standing and applauding or they're just applauding from the seats, you deserve that. And it goes a long way for you to receive that because you just gave so much. So take a couple seconds and receive that, okay? So that's about it for this episode here. I will say this, if this helped you or resonated with you, Make sure to share this podcast and tag me on Instagram at Jake Haveron. Take a screenshot of this podcast right now and be like, you know what? This is what I took away from it. Because you can give value to your people, which will build your own personal brand, but I would be able to personally see that and I'd love to shout you out and restore you. 
and be able to see what stood out for you, right? Um, this, is a, this is a constant dialogue. I love learning what's sticking to you. I love creating content that works with you. So this is how we speak to each other in that way. And uh, if you know someone that this could really help, especially if they're getting in the speaking game or they are, and you know that this could be valuable, it'd be so much if you could just share that to them. It means so much to me. So um, other than that, make sure that you reach out to us if you are interested in the Factor Mentorship that is below in the show notes. And I'm so grateful to be just constantly giving you this value. So thank you for taking some time with this solo episode. And as always, go create your strategic life and I'll see you in the next episode.